Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, on today's show, we're going to head to the state capitol. That's where we find State Representative Mike Sparks and um, a busy legislative session uh, getting ready to wrap up here in the next day or two, I guess. Mike, uh, pretty busy on the Hill, I guess, today. Yeah, we are. We we got up here this morning at, at um, 8, 8.30, left out last night, I believe it was 7, I think, when we left, when we left last night. We left about about seven o'clock, but um, yeah, I just come over here, stepped out of the Capitol, a little old break room. I guess there's a little break room here under the stairwell up here in the gallery, you know. But um, yeah, we wrapped up the budget yesterday. That was fifty-six point two billion dollar budget, and um, I think we're making progress. There's still a lot of needs out there that um, that we'll uh, uh, still need to address uh, uh, to. to next next year as, as well you know there's always something going on as you know brian well m- most definitely we're, we're going to talk about a, f- a few of the things maybe even distractions and all that kind of thing that uh, we've had to deal with with this session but uh, oh, on yeah. on that budget um what was there maybe explain a, a few of the key yeah. points you sent me a text yeah. about uh salary increases for yeah, teachers? you know, one thing that, that uh, I've, all, I've had a few teachers reach out to me, and, and kudos to the local Rutherford County um, LEA, our school board, uh, as well as the county commission for funding raises uh, at the, at the uh, locally as well. The state, we've allocated $125 million for raises, and I, I believe that is uh, historic. I don't think we've ever had that much uh, allotted to teacher raises. Um, so uh, I've gotten a few emails or, or texts from teachers this morning about that when they heard about it. Um, Two hundred fifty million were put towards the rainy day fund to bring us a total of two billion dollars. Uh, that that sounds like a lot of money, which it is, but in the scheme of fifty-six point two billion dollar budget, um, it may not be. You know, so we're we're in good shape as far as um, being fiscally prudent. Uh, school safety, we're allocating one hundred forty million for um, an SRO in each public school at 75000 a year, um, $40 million to school safety grants uh, for public schools. Uh, the governor's budget uh, included $20, 20 million um, and uh, uh, another $14 million uh, non-recurring for school safety grants for non-public schools that they can utilize. Uh, so school safety has been uh, not only a priority for the legislature, but a priority for for uh, Governor Lee's administration at all uh, as well. But uh, the governor's he had an amendment that included another seven million um, and twenty nine million to fund one hundred twenty two positions with the Department of Homeland Security for school uh, safety, and uh, they should have a uh, Homeland Security uh, officer for each uh, county. And it looks like there's some additional positions. Um, that would probably go to, to, to something like Metro and, and um, Memphis and and the big uh, the big four counties as well. Mm-hmm. So um, just so I understand this about the teacher salaries, the Department of Education adopted um, what a forty thousand dollar minimum salary for teachers. Is that correct? Well, they're 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 shooting for for fifty thousand uh-huh. uh, dollars. That was some big discussion here. Uh, Representative Scotty Campbell out of East Tennessee. Uh, brought up, you know, a lot of us uh, are concerned about the locals. I mean, we we don't want to 
pass something and then mandate the locals have to uh, to uh, pick up on it or match it. And he was concerned with the uh, with the locals being able to to uh, fulfill that fifty thousand dollar salary in the next couple of years. Yeah, I mean, um, it probably wouldn't be a huge deal in you know your major areas with lots of population, but yes. smaller counties, it could be tougher on them. You know, it is one thing that 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 is you know I think most people know Tennessee. We're really three states in one. I mean, East Tennessee is totally different than West Tennessee, Middle Tennessee. You know, we've got a little bit of, of both, just being sandwiched here. Um, so the needs are all different. We just had a piece of legislation offering grants for local um, EMS and, and firefighter, a volunteer firefighter departments. And um, you know, we're pretty, as you know, we're very blessed in Rutherford County. Uh, but some of these rural areas uh, still have a lot of um, a lot of hurts. I mean, some of them probably wish they had the growing pains uh, like like we do with trying to keep up with um, building roads and, and schools and uh, EMS a, a, as well. But but um, a lot of folks might be interested in the in the, TIS, the TISA funding formula for salary increases and health insurance, retirement, and other areas uh, with the new funding formula. Education funding formula, which took the place of DEP formula, it's three hundred fifty million dollars that's that's recurring, um, and that will bring the, brings the TISA funding formula to more than one billion dollars. So we're earmarking more money for education at historic levels. One billion, I mean, one billion dollars for vocational schools to expand TCATs, and um, you know we're very blessed in Murfreesboro and Smyrna to have our T-Cats, the new one on Sergeant Asbury Han Wei, you know, my late friend that was killed in Iraq, uh, fighting for for, uh, uh, for for this country. Never want to forget him. But um, the summer camps, a lot of the um, uh, summer tutoring has been a concern for many parents and educators. There's $10 million there for summer transportation grants to local governments to help get the kids to the summer camps. Um, 7.6 million that's recurring to fund tutoring services for K through uh, three uh, of students that that are you know that are being potentially re- retained. Uh, we're on a third grade reading bill um, as we as we as I speak to you. We're on Mark White's uh, piece of legislation uh, trying to have some tweaks on that. But 1.3 million for market rate adjustments for teachers um, on this on special. On Department of Education Special Schools, 15.5 million recurring to hold uh, locals harmless to fund six weeks of paid family leave for teachers. That's really a, a huge uh, benefit for for educators uh, that have had uh, a child. Um, so uh, you know, I've just we just had our first grandbaby. So my daughter-in-law works for Vanderbilt's nurse, so she's been able to to take advantage of being off and spending time with that new grandbaby grace that we have but i've also tax cuts of 407 million which is the largest tax cut in tennessee's history and there's numerous items i could go through three billion for the governor's transportation modernization fund i know greg brooks and keith bratcher commissioner um johnson will be excited for this new monies uh, also 300 million for state aid road programs that will very will benefit as well as 76.7 for uh, transportation equity to fund our airports. Um, we're getting 142 new troopers across the state and numerous other investments in, uh, in, in public safety. So that, that 
Club safety as well. Yeah, we've got uh, State Representative Mike Sparks joining us today from the state capitol, and um, we did mention at the top of this that um, you're hoping uh, to wrap up, not you personally, I guess, but uh, the, the lawmakers are hoping to have their business for the session finished uh, tomorrow or maybe even a, a Saturday um, get-together, huh? Yes. Um, you know, it's it's really challenging trying to get through here and hear everything. I mean, you know, I had a, a psych, psych uh, bill that, that, that got moved the next year. I had some powerful lobbyists come in here and work against me. I'm a little little pissed off about that to be quite blunt about it. Um, you know, mental health is a serious issue, whether it's that Covenant School sh- shooting, the deranged uh, transgender who killed Christians that doesn't seem to fit the narrative today. They, they blame it on, on guns. And, yes, you know those. You know there's some issues with public safety, no doubt. But but my bill um, that would have improved the streamlining process to get people mental health uh, leaving our ERs was moved to next year. Um, so I'm very disappointed about that. I've reached out to the governor's office to see if he can somehow bring that to life, part of his comprehensive mental health um, uh, plan, public safety plan. Uh, mental health is a serious issue, as, as we're seeing it with these school shootings uh, and other violence. Um, and like I heard Dr. Brian Terry saying in the meeting, meeting of the day, he was at the uh, Oklahoma City bombing, and that guy killed, uh, I forgot how many how many people lost their lives with that bombing there. So some of these people that are battling some type of mental health, I mean, they're going to accomplish their goal, whether it's using a car to run down folks or guns or knives or uh god forbid uh, a, a, a bombing or something like that so we do have an issue i think most most people are wanting to uh address it but one thing i've learned about the tennessee journal assembly you don't always get what you want sometimes it takes a couple of years to get um legislation passed uh, so hopefully um you know with the governor's help maybe he can help me bring some focus on this psych uh bad streamlining uh, piece of legislation that i have this year well mike since you mentioned the governor and mental health uh he has is calling on lawmakers to pass a bill that would uh create protections um for i guess gun ownership it, it's being called red flag protections don't really I think it maybe loses a little bit of that effect, but uh, just overall, your thoughts on that. Uh, I know it's been met with some pushback, so uh, do you yeah. think that's going to be considered? Well, you know, I'm not sure the posture where that's at. You know, we're focused on these other bills that we've got. Um, you know, one thing that we've got to realize is we've got a serious problem on our hands. I mean, we're not going to be able to go put officers on every school bus, on every playground. I mean, just funding these these SROs in every school, uh, it's costing the taxpayers, I mean, millions and millions of dollars. Uh, the locals don't have it. It's totally unsustainable. So, um, you know, that's what my, I had two bills that, that would address some of these issues. My gun safe bill didn't get funded on the Senate side. I don't know what's going on with them over there. They dropped the ball, and some folks think it's because they don't want to take up any gun bills, and since my bill mentions gun safes, that maybe it got lumped in there. Uh, I mean, it makes me just fight mad. I mean, it makes me just, you know, just want to go off, because even the, the some of these 
parents come by to see me. They knew some of these victims of COVID shooting. They come by and met with me. And that was part of their their uh, concerns was uh, firearm safety, locking up firearms. You heard me say I went to Kyle Yorlett, the young musician that was shot by uh, about four little uh, little kids, about 14 to 15, um, and he, he was shot with a stolen gun. Uh, we know that this legislation that, that, that I passed two years ago is working. Uh, Mark Bradfield, the owner of the safe house who sells gun safes over on 4th Avenue, Mark was going to testify before committee, and then all of a sudden we see where the Senate wasn't taking it up. Uh, Mark's sales has, in, has vastly increased, so we know this piece of legislation is working. The psych bed bill, I, I told the governor's staff, if the governor calls Tennessee Hospital Association, and, and says, look, we need to start working on this. We don't need legislation. If the governor makes the phone call, it's done. I can't do that as one person um, other than just, I mean, it's just so, it's so frustrating sometimes. But I had I got two bills right now that can help address this, this situation. But sadly, some folks won't listen to high-power lobbyists and not their constituents. Well, Mike, I, I know that, there's been a lot on school safety and guns and all of that kind of thing. And with the Covenant school shooting situation that, that went on, and uh, you and I haven't had a chance to talk um, since the week after when um, three Democratic lawmakers took to the well. And I know um, yes. that was very well publicized. It made national news. And... Um, your your thoughts on that? Anything you want to tell well, your constituents? I, you know, one thing that's one thing that just frustrates me. I, I I'm gonna be my own man. Uh, I'm not gonna follow. You know, be somebody's uh, yes man. I, I never was that way. The county commission wasn't that way on the planning committee. I don't plan on being that way up here in general assembly. But you know what I've said. I said this on an interview here recently with somebody. These folks are they're we they're playing chess and we're playing checkers. They're looking out 20 years. Some of the people up here are looking at the next week, tomorrow, and maybe next year. These folks are after the next generation. And if I'm the only one that sees this, then something's wrong. All this transgender stuff, this is mental health. This is mental health. I mean, we're, we just had a bill of the day that I spoke on, and I brought up my sister, Vicki, that's sadly in a nursing home. She's a star athlete, MVP at Smyrna High School, star athlete at volleyball, and sadly, you know, she had that brain tumor. I went to see her last night. But there's no way my sister is going to be able to compete against. I just brought up Scott Sapicki because he's six foot three and like two fifty at star athlete, played professional ball. My sister would stand out, but there's no way she can compete with him. There's no way a female is going to compete with, uh, or a male is going to compete with a female, whether it's swimming or whether it's you know baseball or, or football. Um, and this is ridiculous that we're even having these conversations. And this is the times that we are in. Um, so the mental health, I don't have the answers to how we address this, but here's what disappoints me with the media. When they make it all about guns and they never talk about the mental health of that, of that um, transgender student who killed Christians, that's persecution. That's a hate crime, but nobody seems to talk about hate crimes. Phil Williams, is not going, that's not part of his narrative. Um, but, you know, we've got to get back to telling the truth of what's going on, and it's a serious mental health problem. And, I just don't want to see that happen again, especially not happen in our community. 
Well, in in terms of the 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 lawmakers, uh, a lot of people are saying, what difference did it make for them? Uh, two of the three to be expelled, they're right back there. Um, yeah. Your thoughts on that? Was, well, was that, it a correct statement to to make by goes, the state legislature? Well, that goes back to my premise. I mean, I I told folks, I said, uh, we're just going to create martyrs out of them. We're just going to create martyrs out of, it. and that's what we've done. I mean. Uh, Representative Justice Jones is behind me, and um, he's going to meet with Biden uh, Monday, I think Monday. But John DeBerry, who they seem to never talk about, they took John off the ballot. The Democrat Party took John DeBerry off the ballot. He, remember, he marched with Dr. King. And I t- had John on the radio with me last sun, uh, Sunday before last. And I said, John, you think this is part of a plan? I had to get rid of you because you knew Dr. King. I mean, he was at the mountaintop speech. They had to get rid of John to pave the way for these others to change the narrative where it's all about racism. It's all about racism. And they do that to divide and divide and divide. John DeBerry didn't want to divide. Dr. King didn't want to divide. Dr. King tried to bring people together. Yeah, he fought against things that need to be fought against and raise awareness. Sometimes we need that, but we can't have device in this where people run to the well, grab bullhorn, start beating on the, on the uh, well, the podium up here, and then hollering in the crowd, uh, what I thought was inciting violence, you know, no justice, no peace. I mean, we can, that's that's not that's not civility. You know, I've never seen that at the county commission, never seen that at the school board. I mean, people may, you know, every now and then yell out if they're upset about a rezone request or mask or something like that. But I've never seen anybody run to the well and grab bullhorns. And all that was premeditated. All that was set up. So, you know, I voted to, to expel the, the two men because they had bullhorns. The female didn't have a bullhorn. And also the the accusations they put on paper in the, in the House resolution did not fit what she she didn't do what they said she she did. So I was one of the lone guys that didn't vote to expel her. But you got to remember this this woman that they want to expel as well. She's former school teacher, thirty years. She also witnessed a school shooting. So she's genuinely passionate. But um, you know the punishment that they're accusing her of uh, didn't it didn't fit the crime in, in my books. And I'm not going to be a party guy where I'm just a yes man to the governor, yes, man. I'm going to look at the evidence just like a, a, a good judge would and make my ruling after I hear all the discussion. Well, I've, I've only got a couple of seconds here, but there are some that argue that uh, you said made martyrs of of them and the fact yeah. that the, the two male uh, lawmakers that were expelled were African-American. So you add that together with the lone white woman not being yep. expelled and it, it was just kind of like a cattle cave of just uh bad thing after bad thing and, oh, and yeah. the it looks are the looks it's, yeah yeah it's it's all a setup i mean it i'm hoping your listeners understand this was a setup this is all pre-planned like kamala harris to plan all that was pre-planned i promise you all this was pre-planned i wish we had you know some more time because yeah. Uh, I don't know if John's willing to. I think. Well, he shared on the radio with me the other day. It's all pre-planned. It, it's it's all orchestrated. And um, I mean, I happen to see it. Others, some of the people see it, but but the media, the media, the mainstream media doesn't really tell you the truth. They have an agenda. Their agenda is is to divide. Sometimes they have some good news stories, uh, but many times when it comes up here, yeah. they're not going to tell you about my black bad bill. They're not going to tell you about this gun bill. They're not going to tell you about all these other. 
uh, uh, improvements. Uh, now, Channel 5 did cover the teacher raises, so yeah. hats off to, to them. All right, Mike. Uh, well, we got to run, though. I, I'm sorry. Thank you, brother. Yeah. All right, take care. We'll talk Thanks. soon. State Representative Mike Sparks joining us here on the show today from the state capitol.